This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins and the Phillies played game two of their three-game weekday series. On the mound for the Marlins last night was the right-hander Edward Cabrera went opposite the veteran right-hander Kyle Gibson. And with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Welcome back to Lone Depot Park. Phillies over the Marlins 6-1 tonight. The Marlins now 2-5 and five on the homestand. They have lost 16 of 20 and fall to 19 and 45 in 64 games. Going back to July 6th, which really was the inflection point of this season. When you look at it, the Marlins were a game under 500, three back in the wild card race on July 5th. But it's unraveled since, and it continues tonight in this 6-1 loss to the Phillies. Edward Cabrera started for the Marlins against Kyle Gibson. And Cabrera had a challenging first inning he threw 33 pitches he allowed a hit and two walks but when he struck out Bryson Stott with the bases loaded he was able to escape unscored upon it took 17 minutes for him to get through the top of the first but as he went to the bottom of the first the Phillies had been kept off the scoreboard Marlins pushed across a run but only one run in their half of the first inning with one out Miguel Rojas single but he was picked off at first base by the starter Kyle Gibson, then singles by Brian Anderson and Nick Fortes, put Marlins runners at first and second. They'd had three straight hits, two on, two outs for J.J. Blade. Gibson checks Anderson at second. That looks a second time. The 1-1 one, one to J.J. Blade is ripped to right field. Maton has to play it on the bounce. Anderson waved. He's coming home. So is the throw. It's cut off by Hoskins. And now they have Fortes caught between first and second, and Hoskins will tag him out. So the Marlins get the run, they take the lead, but they get four hits in the inning, lose two men on the bases, and settle for just the one run. And the way things played out, two or three in that inning would have made a big difference potentially as the night went on here. In the bottom of the second inning, still with their one nothing lead, Marlins with two outs and nobody on, had the rookie Jordan Groshans to the plate, batting for the first time tonight in his second big league game. 2-0 pitch to Groshans is a line drive right center, sinking quickly and down for his first major league hit. Jordan Groshans singles off Kyle Gibson. There's number one. A moment the 22-year-old from Magnolia, Texas will never forget with his mom, his dad, his brother, and his girlfriend here tonight. Congratulations, Jordan Groshans. That was the start of a three-hit game for him. Groshans, three singles, one to right, one to left, one to center. So three for six to begin his major league career after a couple of starts at third base. So remember the struggles by Cabrera in the first inning. A hit by the first batter, Schwarber, then a couple of walks with two outs, but he escaped. From that point on, he got on a pretty good roll. He hit the first man, Gene Segura, in the second, but retired Nick Maton in a fly ball to center before Brandon Marsh lined into a double play, ending the inning. In the third inning with one out, he hit Reese Hoskins, but Bryce Harper grounded into a double play. Then, 
a one, two, three, fourth for Cabrera. He pitched around a one-out walk to Maton in the fifth inning. And it was a one-nothing game all the way into inning number six. Cabrera was at 85 pitches through five innings, and we figured the six would probably be the end of the line for him. But he got off to a good start, striking out Edmundo Sosa to begin the sixth inning. But then with a one-nothing lead, he had to face the two-time MVP, Bryce Harper. Playoff pitch to Harper is hammered left center. Way back, Blade at the wall, and Bryce Harper has tied the game. Into AutoNation Alley to make it 1-1 in the sixth. And the next man to the plate, JT Real Muto. Fractured finger. Now Real Muto fly ball. Deep center. Blade going back onto the track. He's at the wall. Gone. Back to back. First Harper. Now Real Muto. 2-1 Phillies. Number 17 for JT Real Muto. That would be it for Edward Cabrera. Done after five and a third innings tonight. Three hits, two runs, walked three, struck out four, hit a couple, allowed the two home runs, hit consecutively by Harper and Romuto with one out in the sixth inning. 98 pitches, 63 strikes for Cabrera, and this is 11th major league start. Richard Blyer came out of the bullpen. He recorded the second out of the inning on a really good play by Miguel Rojas at shortstop to get Alec Bohm for out number two, but then a base hit by Bryson Stott. Man at first, two outs, top of the sixth inning. Gene Segura a chance to extend the Philadelphia advantage. 0-1, and Segura another drive out toward left center. Blade going back, still back, over his head up against the wall. Stott's coming around third. He's going to score on a Segura double, and now it's 3-1 Phillies. In the seventh inning, with Blyer still out there, a leadoff single by Brandon Marsh. Marsh would be a race on a Kyle Schwarber fielder's choice, at which point Blyer was pulled Oscar Brazabon came on. He struck out Edmundo Sosa for the second out, but then he walked Bryce Harper. A wild pitch moved the runners to second and third. Two men in scoring position. Two outs for the Phillies in the seventh, trying to break it wide open. JT Real Muto again. 3-2 to Real Muto is in the air to right field, going back on a De La Cruz. It's over his head, and he just did sneak it out of here. Real Muto goes the other way. It's his second home run of the night. And the Phillies have broken it open. It's 6-1 in the seventh. A two-out, three-run homer by JT Real Muto. It's his eighth career multiple home run game. And the Phillies pitching staff would make that 6-1 lead hold. Kyle Gibson worked the first six for the win. Six hits, one run. Didn't walk anybody. Struck out seven, 98 pitches, 65 strikes. Brad Hand pitched around a couple of singles in the scoreless seventh inning. Zach Eflin just off the injured list, making his first appearance out of the bullpen this year. His first appearance, period, since mid-June. Pitched a 1-2-3 eighth inning. And in the ninth, Connor Brogdon disposed of the Marlins quickly. Nick Fortes a ground ball to third. And then back-to-back strikeouts of J.J. Bladé and Charles LeBlanc. Phillies win it 6-1 tonight. For Philadelphia, six runs, eight hits, no errors, seven left. For the Marlins, one run, eight hits, no errors, five left. Kyle Gibson wins it, 10 and 6. Edward Cabrera is the loser, 5 and 3. Time of the game was 3 hours, 12 minutes tonight. The Phillies have won 5 straight, now 7 of their last 8. It's their 80th win of the season against 62 losses. They're now 36 and 31 on the road, and they continue to move closer to wild card spot and trip to the playoffs for the first time since 2011. As for the Marlins, Two and five on the homestand now. Miami 58 and 85 on the season. 
Marlins are 28 and 43 here at Lone Depot Park as they fall to the Phillies 6-1. Of the eight Marlins hits, well, three belong to Jordan Groshans in his second big league game. Marlins got the RBI single from J.J. Blade. They had nothing but singles in their eight hits here tonight. The Phillies hit three home runs. Harper and Remuto back-to-back solo shots in the sixth inning. Remuto again with two men on in the seventh. They got a double from Gene Segura. So half of the Phillies hits went for extra bases. All of their extra base hits produced runs tonight as the Phillies beat the Marlins 6-1. to one. Phillies now 12-6 against Miami this season with one game remaining. After the Marlins won three of the first four head-to-head this year, the Phillies now have won 11 of the last 14, and they have won six of nine here at Lone Depot Park, where these teams will meet one final time at 6.40 tomorrow night. Pablo Lopez on the mound for the Marlins. Noah Syndergaard is going to pitch for the Phillies. The Marlins and Auto Nation are working together to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitch records a strikeout this season, $25 be donated to Auto Nation's Driving Initiative to support cancer research. Eight strikeouts tonight. That's $200 for the ball game overall this year. 1,253 Ks by the Marlins staff. $31,325 from the Marlins to AutoNation's Drive Pink initiative. Another tough night for the Marlins. Carried uh, a lead late into the game, but the Phillies exploded for three in the seventh, uh, and then three there in the eighth, and that was pretty much it for the Marlins. Uh, just really unable to get things going offensively last night. Let's hear what the skipper, Don Manningly, had to say afterwards. Diana, just with Edward, I know he gave up the back-to-back home runs late, but after dealing with you know a lot of traffic early on, uh, do you feel like he got into a good rhythm as the game progressed and, and really found a way to settle in? Yeah, I thought I thought uh, once um, what I think he had 30, 30 something the first inning. At that point, we're thinking it's going to be got a chance to be a short one, um, but he kind of he recovered and really got himself into a good spot. Um, a couple of double play balls helped him, um, but he hung in there. And I, you know, again, you know, he, he's got the kind of stuff that is going to keep him in games. Um, Got good off-speed stuff. Um, the more he gets the fastball where he wants to, the better he's going to get. I know a tough night overall offensively, but defensively, just you mentioned the double play balls. Uh, you know, maybe makes a great play. Groshans, uh, the catch in the net and the ball hit by Bo. Just, uh, you know, overall, what stood out to you about the defense tonight? No, defense was good. Um, we, didn't, we didn't really do anything to hurt ourselves other than the thing where we hurt ourselves probably in the first is on the bases, mm-hmm. giving up two outs. Mm-hmm. We get four straight hits, get one run. We have a chance to possibly, you know, put multiples on the board, which would have been good. But after that, um, I thought the first few innings we were we were. I shouldn't say we were good. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say we we're bad, but I thought we were okay with with Gibson. He met they made a nice. They started pounding the ball in. Uh, as we got into that game, we got some hits early, and all of a sudden it was it was they were kind of ramming it in there pretty good. Um, and then I don't think we, we didn't seem to be able to adjust to that very quickly um, and weren't able to do anything much after that. On the base path stuff specifically, of Fortes getting caught between second and third on the Blade hit, just what did you see there? Well, I think you know his first initial thought is to go straight first to third, which is probably a decision that's okay. I think once he hesitates, <clears throat> I think his read was that he thought it was going to be high enough too high to be able to cut, and that's probably the, you know, the biggest mistake. Um, 
This is one of those you run into an out. You don't you don't need to give up an out. It's an easy. They were playing pretty deep there. It seemed like, and wasn't going to be a play at the plate. So, I think his initial thought is probably okay. Going first to third right away out of the gate. Uh, you can be aggressive there if he's if he's a hundred percent. But once he hesitates, then you gotta you gotta make sure that ball you can't get caught in the middle. Pre-game, you had mentioned, I guess. That fifth, sixth inning, usually for Edwards, it almost seems like he gets them. Did you see that at all tonight? Not really. I thought he was pretty good. Um, you know, again, he it just seems like he, you know, like we've we've kind of watched in that area that we worry about the ball getting kind of flat on him with his changeups and up staying up. And again, I think it's something that he's going to have to recognize as that game goes on, just how to. You know, make sure he's being specific at what he wants to do. He's pretty much letting it turn in that change up. You know, it's just the power change. He throws hard. He throws it on the plate. Uh, as you get later in the game, it's kind of like the slider. You start losing a little bit of arm speed. The thing stays up and spins and it stays flat. Same with the change up. So it, I think Harper got a change and, and JT might hit a slider. So it's kind of what you see late. But, you know, we, we, seen, we thought he was pretty good there. So it was a good spot to keep going with him. I'm sure yesterday was about getting nerves out in his big league debut, but tonight not just a couple of great defensive plays, but a multi-hit effort. Did you feel like Jordan just looked more comfortable tonight than anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously getting the first hits is always big, I think, for a guy. Um, get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the first game of the year. You want to get that hit. You don't want that to kind of move on. So... Uh, Sure, as the game went on, his confidence kind of grows. Uh, he's got a nice swing, so we'll, you know, I think if he stays with what he's been doing, you know, he's, a, he's still young. He's going to get bigger and stronger. I think over time, if he stays with his approach, he's he's going to chance to hit. All right, so that was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins lost to the Phillies last night. Miami now fifty-eight and eighty-five on the season. Game three of this series comes your way at 6.40 tonight when Pablo Lopez duels Noah Syndergaard. We'll hit the air at 6.10 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 